Welcome to They Thought I Was You, the podcast where we re-examine Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's careers through a modern-day feminist lens. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer-director. I'm Lenny Harms. I'm a writer-actor. And today, you guys, we're doing something we've never done in the history of this podcast, which is (laughs) read a book. (laughs) That's right. And a very specific book that after we did our Getting There episode at the end of last year, our listener wrote in and said that they liked the movie, but what they really liked was was the the book. book. Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you remember, or could we conjure up what exactly that person said to us? Cause I have a memory of it. Oh, but I can conjure it up. Okay. Cause my memory is that this person told us that it was very cool because it was like a behind the scenes. Mm hmm explanation of what happened during getting there so i'm just very curious it was certainly something like that i'm Um, just very curious what they actually said okay i have conjured it okay okay so we had a message this is from um josie deluxe Mm -hmm. josie.deluxe and uh i like the book more she replied right and i said the book i didn't read the book and she said the book was kind of like a bts of behind them the making yeah, behind the scenes of m- them making getting there and showing the finished copy to their friends it also shows a different side to all the characters more specifically toast and sam so okay intriguing very interesting if not um misleading yes and <laughs> my question for this person was who was it uh josie dot deluxe my question for josie deluxe is i would love to know when you last read this book because mm-hmm. i can imagine being a kid reading this yeah and thinking oh my god mm-hmm. this is written by mary kate nashley like this is a behind the scenes look i think that might i don't know if that was the intention for us to actually think that that's what it was or if the writer knew that we knew that it was like a fictionalized almost a fanfic yeah of the behind the scenes um yeah you wouldn't know though okay right that's a thing yeah if you if you didn't we will explain what this is because yes. it's truly nuts. Um, but yeah, if you don't know getting there and if you don't know Mary Kate Nashley or and if, you if you're a kid, the credit role of getting there, right. like the actual names, who the actors are, it would be confusing. You would think that this actually is like a peek into the behind the scenes. Absolutely. And but, therefore magical. Right. Well, like I well, would be, I would be dead. Yeah. If I, I was like, like oh, oh my God, God, this is a behind the scenes right. expose. So, right. <laughs> like that is so like, it reads like an autobiography. Yes. Um, and we know Mary Kate and Ashley love giving us fake behind the scenes. Absolutely. They love doing that. And mm-hmm. they love making us think that we're getting this peek into their lives while they're able to actually really hide their true lives, which is a very brilliant move. Absolutely. They write their behind the scenes lives as yeah. thoroughly, <laughs> less thoroughly. I don't know, but they write it just yeah. like they write their fictional lives. Right. To be fair, this was written by not them at all. Some, uh, another person who I looked her up and she wrote a lot of their books. She also wrote oh. charmed, 
the book you know, know like the show charm yeah, they had a book series or one book uh i don't know i just saw one okay this is written by eliza willard okay um so let's just i if you guys don't have don't know these books you might be a little confused mm-hmm. let's just like talk through what this is because it, it's so different from what i expected i also Lainey, when's the last time you read wait we yeah. haven't done any books so yes. this is like we just we just thought it would be it's like a part of their body of work mm-hmm. that we have not yet explored. Yes. And many of our listeners have expressed that they really loved their books. Yes. Yes. And I think we didn't really have that much experience with that. Me more than you. I right. Think. That was something I forgot. Yeah. That, that the American Ashley books was something I actually did. Um, actually go pretty in depth with and mm. and liked for like a very short period of time i think that's why mm. i forgot it because it was just like really intense for a little while and then mm. i kind of moved on um but yeah i think when we were going back and looking at their business and everything they there was oh god i wish i should have written it down but there was like a saying they were saying that their books were actually a huge part of their revenue of yeah. their business yeah like mary kate and ashley books from the full house i think full house is maybe a new genre we'll do we'll go in depth on the books when yeah we really like because this this opened up a whole new we're definitely gonna do more book stuff now after <laughs> yes, this especially because they take 10 minutes to read yes love well um, a few hours notes. if you're taking notes um <laughs> yes. but yeah but yeah so um the books are a very big deal from full house into the adventures of into two of a kind into so little time and into sweet 16 which is where this getting their book lands in their series which is actually um does isn't only a four book series this is the last book of their series of the i was wondering because it says book four yeah we're definitely this is a a chaotic place to start reading their books it really is because (laughs) i realized as i was reading that they like call back to the previous books oh did they i think so because they tell the backstory of like them turning 16 their parents throwing them a party getting them a car they worked at music fest there's like this boyfriend jake it made me think that like that was all in the previous book that's really smart of you i just thought they were like giving me way too many specific backgrounds i'm not i don't know i haven't read them but that's what it felt like and also like the fact that jake just comes in for like a sec true in order but, but you guys like i think we need to do a really solid job here of really when we discuss stuff really walking you through it because i have a feeling that our listener base isn't as familiar with this at least this specific book this recently yes than they are as they are with the movies so and the most wonderful thing about mary kate and ashley fans is that like there are some that are like what are you doing talking about swig 16 right now you haven't even talked about two of a kind yeah like there are (laughs) there are plenty of yeah of mary kate and ashley fans who had niche interest within this niche interest of mary kate and ashley's universe yeah um but i agree that i don't think as a whole anything was as widely popular as their movies right so we really when we're referring to stuff i think we need to really like hold your hand a little bit because i would appreciate that because yeah. i didn't know any of that I, yeah. any of this yeah. at all and i'm looking on the back so mm-hmm. in the back of their um book they have the ultimate fan reading checklist oh cool every single that. book that mary Kay and ashley put out and it does not include their full house series so i do i want to say that full house was not a part of the dual star umbrella well, yeah that's really it's interesting because these books are so this is such a full house book 
yeah. vibe. I think and they probably I did took... read that they probably stole like, totally because the Full House book they had it for Stephanie, they had it for DJ. Yeah. So they probably just modeled like took that model, and they probably were so popular, and that's yeah. why they're they like, like we oh, should okay, do we'll own. do the exact same thing. Yeah. Um. Wow. So every single Mary Kate Ashley Adventures of Mary Kate Ashley, they have a book. Mm-hmm. Um. And plus they have new switching goals. They have all of these. I'm so curious about like their feature films, all of that. Like, do, is it written? We're, we you guys like we're gonna do way more of these because <laughs> yeah like is it is it written as the movie or is it written in this kind of format of the like fake behind the scenes i want to say it's not because if it looks like they have a starring in series which is switching goals our lips are sealed winning london school yeah. dance party oh my god there's school dance party oh my god oh, i'm gonna die <laughs> and then they also had holiday in the sun yeah so those are like the books that they had and getting there isn't listed in their starring in series right it's in the sweet 16 getting, series yes, it's in the sweet 16 series so i think this I want to say this was a very unique type of book Okay, that it maybe was more like the scenes in this book that cut to the movie. Right. Right. And where it really is just writing out the movie. Right. Right. And that's it. That's all it is. Right. Um, so I will say my background in these books mm-hmm. is I had the adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley, but I don't remember reading those at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I found my box of books in my parents' basement and I now own it and I, I now own it. I now you have, have it here. Yeah. I have it here in my uh, possession. You it from your parents. I, they were like, oh, these are collectibles, babe. <laughs> You're going to have to pony up. Um, no, they gave it to me very nicely. And so nice. Yes. Yeah, so nice. They were very relieved to have it out of their basement. Um, I'm sure. But so I had those and I had two of a kind and I had, I think I had so little time, but I don't remember reading mm-hmm. that, but I do remember reading two of a kind. Okay. And this is where I have to make, I have to admit something Becca that I'm ashamed of What? that it, I was, rem- I remembered as I was like going through all of this, I used to write book reports on the two of a kind books for school or for yourself. No, for school. Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I can like imagine you just like as a little habit, like a little hobby, like, <laughs> ooh, as a treat. Like I get to write what I've learned from this. Um, I'm such a big dork. They let you do I that would. for school? So it was this thing, and I'm ashamed to tell you, I know exactly it was eighth grade. So I was too okay. old yes. to be doing this. So it was in Miss Martinson's English class okay. in eighth grade. It wasn't really a book report for a grade, it was, you know, how school always had like incentives to get yes. kids to read. Yes. So you really just had to prove you were reading yeah. outside of school. Yeah. And you had to, you could choose any book you wanted and then you would um, just write a little brief summary of what you, mm-hmm. what you read. Yeah. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like my, a big paper. Yeah. It was just like proving I was reading. Yeah. And I did this and I also did Gossip Girl, the books. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't believe they let you do that. My friends, my best friend, Dana also couldn't believe that they would let me do that. Yeah. I was also like such a fucking sneak in school. Yeah. Like I would always, like I would have the most annoying, um, like luck with, I forgot to do the homework and Mm -hmm. that day the teacher happens to be out of school, like that kind of thing. That's very witchy of you. Very witchy. And Dana was my best friend and always like noticed that and got really fucking annoyed. Yeah. I also like did this kind of shit yeah. where I would write books of book I mean, reports on it's my It's not poop. entirely your fault. The fact that they let you. I know. Do I was it. like, I, that's what, that's always what I said. I was like, they're not, they don't have a problem with it. Right. So if you, would you rather I not read? Right. Like at least I'm reading. <laughs> um, that is like, I'm so going to do it until they tell me not to. And funny. they never told me not to. 
I mean, they're books. They are books. <laughs> they are books. They are technically books. Yes. Um, that's so funny. I did. The, did you have like a? What, did you have like a prize or something? Like we had. We did that. We had a trip at the end of the year. Oh my god! I would never win the prize. Ever I mean, since I was a kid, kid when they did like the. Um, I think that was it. Was more of a thing in elementary school. Yeah. When they like would have the little uh, planes on the wall. Yeah. And like, do you remember, does this ringing a bell no. to you? Okay. Well, they would have little planes on the wall, <laughs> and the names of uh, all the kids would be on oh, the plane. Oh. And then the more pages you read, like the more oh, um, wow. miles you fly. Wow. And so it'd be this big competition, and I crumbled under that kind yeah, of pressure. It yeah. honestly discouraged me from writing reading. There, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in the public school system when we're growing up that really backfires like yeah. that, like completely trains out any intrinsic like you know desire to do anything any interest because it's just like competition yeah like, be like numbers whatever um like be the best do the most yes like, and i was always so self-conscious of how slow i read because like kids were like kind of picked on me for it sometimes really because we had to share books sometimes in yeah. school and they were, I, are you not done yet i also was like i would do homework with friends who were like very like neurotypical (laughs) and we'd like read books next to each other and I was always just very focused on how quickly they were turning the pages and I couldn't um focus on just read like I couldn't relax I was so stressed out and then as a result I actually did even less like I read even less because yeah well I would okay I know we've talked about this but like I would it would maybe you could look into the like ADHD stuff like I you I know think I I, should. yeah because I because that is a, a big symptom that, or well yeah I mean just the fact that like I symptom, but like, I love reading food. and I get really like once I'm in a book like I'll get really pulled into it yeah and same. I can't even move but like like I can't get up um, <laughs> um <laughs> I go to the bathroom can't walk anymore um <laughs> no. but um but yeah like the like focus on how much you're getting done comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. like not being able to just focus on it yeah I don't know um so but we did read this book yes we did um (laughs) (laughs) let this be just a little hint and if you guys wondering if you might be an undiagnosed ADD ADHD this is your cue along with me yeah you guys can get tests together um anyway but yes back to sweet 16 so that is just my background on the books and so two of a kind was a big one for me I never read the sweet 16 series at all this is my first sweet 16 and you've never read any of these books none I did read the full house books okay cool really liked those um and like loved the Full House Michelle books, loved them. But I never, no, I never, I know these were not even like remotely on my radar. Yeah, because honestly, if you were into the movies, why, why do you need the books? Yeah, like I think I loved the movies. I loved them. I loved like watching their movies. Right. Um, yeah, I think if yeah I just don't think it would have interested me like it's not yeah. like oh I didn't know about it. it wasn't on my radar like I think even if someone was like hey here's a free getting there book like mm-hmm. I also do think like when getting there was coming out like I was yeah about that age you'd be too old to read this when getting there was coming out right like I this think. is written for 2002 this is written for like a third grader yeah like it really is like yeah do they even have the age on here I don't know. I don't see. Um, 
So yeah, I just don't know what what it, what good it would have done for me. But um, yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. I will. I'm very curious when we read the Two of a Kind books. Yeah, if your opinion changes, that yeah. like I actually wish I had read these as a kid. Mm. I would have loved them. Well, everyone has said that they're really special. So the Two I of a Kind like, series, is, I will I say. feel like I think it would definitely be worth it for us to do a little series on that, yes. and I might get really into it. I don't know. And then I have to go to the Oscars, and I don't go. And then Brad Pitt calls me, and I don't go. And <laughs> And then there you go. Never going to the Oscars again. Um, All right. So let's dive let's in. Dive here. in. Let's so, do our little book club. So yes, that is the backstory here. And that's our backstory on our book knowledge. So we, that's all what we had going into this book. And we both, we ordered two. So we read this independently. Yeah. Um, and it starts, it starts, the book starts prologue and we're right in getting there. We are in getting there. Yeah. And I thought that because I forgot that our friend told us that it was behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was just going to be reading Getting There for, right. for a minute. Yeah. And it was weird because it really is just like the movie as a book. And I was like, OK, fine. Mm -hmm. um, and then and then on page three, I'll tell you. I I knew it was a behind the scenes, but I think I forgot because yeah. it just brings you right into the movie because it's right. like word for word, beat for beat, exactly right. the beginning. Right. And then it starts on page three. I pressed pause on the remote control. The video image froze in place on the TV screen. What do you think so far? Ashley asked. I love it, Lauren Gush. It's so cool to see you guys in a movie. Ashley and I were sitting with our friends, Lauren and Brittany, on the couch in our basement. A video copy of Getting There had arrived that morning. Ashley called Brittany and Lauren right away and invited them over to watch it. Wow. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I like, yeah. honestly got really excited. <laughs> no, <that's> really? <laughs> That's I was like, so this funny. is like, this is an exciting behind the scenes. Yeah, no, it, it, it is exciting. And then for a minute, I'm like, is this really a behind the scenes? And then very quickly it becomes very clear. And then page four gets fictional. fucked up. It gets <laughs> fucked up because they're basically like, we were working. Okay. The first clue is that their parents threw them a sweet 16 party together because right. they're not together. We know that. We know that. And then they worked at music fest, which Mary Kate and Ashley would never do. I like, I had to take every part of my being not to pick up my phone and be like, did they work at music yeah, fest? Right. Cause it was like, what we, okay. I guess Mary Kate and Ashley, what? And then they were scouted yes. at music fest to star in a movie called getting there. Yes. This is so, where all semblance of reality crumbles under our feet. Yes. So this is like Mary Kate and Ashley. I mean, this might be, honestly, this might be the, twins from the detective it might be the detective <gasps> twins but the twins were already <laughs> no they in, were already in a movie you're right yes. okay this is a brand new brand new fictional Mary Kate and Ashley who were scouted never had been in a movie before just regular teen girls scouted to be in getting there it bothers me so much because like I feel like our understanding of the Mary Kate and Ashley universe is so ironclad at yeah. this point and this really rips it apart I think it's just kind of an a an extra thing it's like not I don't know that we have to like incorporate it into the Mary Kate National universe it's yeah. just sort of like a parallel fan it's like fanfic this is fanfic. but it's a real book it's yes. not on the internet like it's some lady wrote this for money yeah um right and it's like authorized I think uh it definitely is they have Mary Kate Ashley stuff in the back um yeah but um so yeah, we go through this like fake behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, 
they get cast in the movie. It does make me sad that like even the real life fake version of Mary Kate Nashley, like the fake real Mary Kate Nashley, where they get to be normal teen girls. Yeah, still they still have to be in getting there. Like they still have. <laughs> there's no way they can escape that, which makes me really sad. Yeah, honestly, well, I think what it is is the Mary Kate Nashley universe is a multiverse. Yeah, and yeah. this is a, a universe not connected to the um, detective Mary Kate right. Nashley. Yeah, this is another one where they were normal teens up until they were 16. up until they were sixteen, and they were scouted to be in getting there. Yes, I'm curious. This was never addressed in the book, but I'm curious about what this movie was in the universe because it's not a dual star movie. It's right. not a Mary Kate Nashley right. movie. Was it a movie for the theaters? Was well, they it- got a VHS tape to screen it, so I feel like right. it was pro- unless that was just an advanced copy. But right. they would be at a premiere watching it. They right, would, it- so it probably was like a straight to video movie with random ass teens yeah like what would this be for could if be a tv not... movie yeah like a disney channel movie or yeah abc family yeah. movie well they just don't bother to tell us no but they're basically like we're in a movie that's so cool right yeah um, and their friend and the other thing though is that all of the actors and the directors are different fiction. names they're fiction yeah yes. so basically they tell us who is playing each of the characters in getting there mm-hmm. it's the same movie yes exact same movie because we have scenes from it and yes. line for line beat for beat a the couple same. of things have changed yeah and i would like to get into that me too <laughs> um but it is for the most part the same movie with the same characters jen lindy taylor Toast, kylie toast danny. sam danny yes. all the same characters but the actors who play them mm-hmm. are made up. Yes. Completely different people. Yeah. And I don't know. So when I was reading this, I was still picturing the actors. Me too. In reality. Okay, great. But I, there was a couple times, especially with like the description of hair and stuff where I was mm-hmm. like, wasn't that person blonde? Yeah. Or I always get like light brown and dark blonde mixed up. Like There's, when I watched. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if they're like, if they were trying to tell me that, that these were different, different people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I think they were close enough because Lindy still has like curly brown yeah, hair yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Sam has the, the tousled blonde waves right. or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, again, I could imagine being a kid not knowing who the real actors are. Exactly. And just being like, wow, cool. Like right. this is really what happened. Like this is the like dirt, like underbelly. Like this is the CD, like what happened? The fucking. <laughs> um, I think I would still be confused though that they were scouted. That is really true. I would love to talk to our friend who messaged us about this to see what you thought when you read this because... That could also easily be like missed, you know? Right. Or like you forgot that or it didn't bother you as a kid. You didn't know what scouting meant. So you just kind of like blew past it. Right. Or maybe they thought like, oh, they were Mary-Kate and Ashley. They were already in stuff. But like they were seen. They're like, oh my God, you're Mary-Kate and Ashley. Do you want to be in this movie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious uh, what you thought. Yeah, Um, But basically the format of this book is back and forth between showing us the movie of getting there Mm -hmm. um, and showing us the fake behind the scenes, which is alternating perspective, first person, Mary-Kate and Ashley. (laughs) And the getting there that we're watching is written like a book. It's not written like a script. Right, not a screenplay. It's mm-hmm. written in past tense. Mm-hmm. We hear their thoughts. Yep. Um, it's written as if we are reading the book version of Getting There. Yes. 
but it's the movie. Yes. Is that, a, did I explain that at clearly? I kept, as I was reading this, I was next to Seal and I kept being like, what? The <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, it was just like so hard to like keep all of it straight. It, and there's yeah. so many characters and they're all playing different characters. It, it really is a bit. I think you did a great job Thank explaining you. it because okay. um, I followed yeah. and tracked. Okay. But I don't know if that only made sense to me because I read, read it. it. Yeah. Um, because, but it was mental gymnastics keeping yeah. up with it all, especially that Mary can actually switch perspectives. That. I think in each of them too. Or yeah. maybe it's. It's no, always third person. It's always third person in getting in there. Getting there. Scenes. In yes. the behind the scenes, they switch perspectives. They also are not consistent with how they do that because for a while it was like anytime there was a break in the paragraphs, yeah. they would switch. Yeah. But then sometimes they didn't. Sometimes right. they stayed with the same person. Um, and sometimes there were stars that broke it up together and sometimes there was just spaces. Just spaces. So I take back what I said about this being for third graders. This is for <laughs> third year PhD. Yes. Like this is very hard to to wrap your head around. You, you definitely have to have an advanced degree to really yes. understand this. Yes, you do. So we did our best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we really did. Um, but I did notice um, in, in terms of the like messy, crazy all over the placeness, um, there's one scene and we'll, we'll go through it more in yeah. order, but I obviously need to talk to you about Charlie. Um, yes, <laughs> you do. I texted Blaney. I was like, let me know when you get to page 68. Um, <laughs> and and I'll tell I you guys what it is. I'll tell you guys what it is. I was like, wait, what is it on here? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Um, but <laughs> in the scene where we meet Charlie, they say, I'll just read it. Um, yeah, yeah. So the person who plays Toast, the fictional person who plays Toast is named Buddy. Yep. So we are in, we are now in getting there world. What we are reading is getting there. And Taylor, played by Ashley, is explaining what happened with the mix-up. So she says, the awesome car was stolen, Taylor explained. The boys' caddy got spiked. All the flights were booked. Buddy spilled lemonade all over <gasps> the stakes. We got on the wrong bus, etc. Lanny, can you tell me what's wrong with that? Oh, no, I didn't even notice this. Yeah. <sighs> Buddy, so this is Taylor as Taylor in the movie Getting There explaining to Charlie, who also in the movie Getting There, about their friends who to are named Toast. Toast. She's supposed to say Toast, not Buddy. Buddy. Did she use the real name That would Buddy? be like if they were in the movie and and Ashley was like, Mary Kate forgot, blah, blah, blah. And they kept it in the movie. Yes. It's n absolutely nuts. This happened again another time. It did? Yeah. Where? Well, they switched the names. Oh, because where? Was, um, I feel like they wrote this book in as long as it took us to read it. I think so, too. I think it was just like a train of thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, just go for it. Yeah. Uh, one second. Okay, yeah. Page 75. But that's the one that I tried to explain to Celie. And she she couldn't. Her head. Her head blew off like she couldn't figure it that out that was a mistake yeah okay so that was an error yeah <laughs> okay much like this is also an error 75? so page 75 this is still in getting there so i do want to like tell you all what happens in the behind the scenes but we just need yeah. to get through this like these little technical details right because we need to write it to the publisher so that when they make more <laughs> copies to send them out yes it'll be corrected because i'm sure they will i'm sure that they're selling millions this is a day due for a reprint i'm yeah. sure soon okay <laughs> um so <laughs> so here um on page 75 it there it is Taylor talking to um, Lindy and Danny. Where are we? Let me just think. Um, oh, so this is the, the scene where Charlie is like, you can just take my plane. Right. right? And so um, at the bottom of this page, it says, that's my house. Charlie told them my father owns the orange groves, blah, blah, blah. What? 
highly gassed. <gasps> then she just started laughing. And oh, then the paragraph before that, Kelly ju- Kylie could just make out a huge <gasps> mansion. Like and and Charlie, what are you talking about, Kylie? Yeah, the, 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 all three of these paragraphs. Yes, say Kylie. The beginning of the page, it's Taylor oh, and Kylie. They are very God. much separated. It is a huge part of the movie. They are not. This together. is the part where Kylie is in Vegas. Yes, <laughs> and Taylor is with Charlie. So this was. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I know. This is the most this is the sloppiest it's so this is so sloppy oh my god like for a whole half a page there are three kylie's that's insane i don't even know if this was edited like i feel like they just wrote it i wonder if this author was in charge of the fun club merch because <laughs> <laughs> i'm it's sure sloppy. i mean if not the same people who were in charge of like quality control we're yeah. still working yeah there, yeah wow know? yeah wow it's so disrespectful it really is yeah i wonder yeah it is disrespectful um to us to us to our fan to the fans <laughs> to our fans. to our fans <laughs> <laughs> this book that was written 20 years ago yeah. disrespectful <laughs> to, to our, our fans, fans now yes, yes. <laughs> um so let's get into the book like the, the story. behind the scenes the, the story the, which of the book to me is the real book yes yeah, yeah i was i will say i was getting as it kept going on i was getting more and more bored with the getting, getting there, there scenes well because we've we've seen it like they're just telling us the movie exactly and i don't totally understand the point of it because i think for people who know the movie you're not adding anything right and i think for the people who i'm very curious what it would have been like to read this book have to and not, not know the movie, the movie. Yeah. because i'd either like it or i'd maybe be confused i feel like because it's just be. parts like and it's so many characters to keep straight yes everyone like, has a different name and then yeah. you're also using the wrong name sometimes right right so, yeah exactly geez. like even if we do our best at keeping them straight like they fucked up sometimes in the book yeah you know, which we just talked about so yeah i I think I agree I think it would have been better to just do the behind the scenes because yeah. also like it's not like the the getting their stuff informs or ties in no at all we also don't learn about them actually like being on set shooting those scenes yes we just see the scenes that's what's so confusing I think there is in some ways something interesting about like switching to like the reality of the the thing that they're shooting Mm -hmm. because it did feel like almost the director called action and then all of a sudden we were in the scene of it yeah yeah which was like there was something interesting about that yeah but then it was also again so like earth shattering reality bending because the there was so much emotion being told in the subtext of of the scenes so it started to just be like well wait is is mary kate as kylie actually feeling this way right right now right because they they do say like this is how the the, the character feels and saw yeah but is it just a book version of what that fictional character the fictional fictional character right would have felt i don't think it is supposed to be the fictional mary kate i think it's supposed to be the kick the fictional getting their character right because also is this also the the movie actually being pressed play play when Mary right. is showing it to their friends well, Brittany that and Lauren. also doesn't make sense because 
that would be like okay if we're pressing play we're showing the movie then we come back to them showing their friends as opposed to they're coming back to the shooting of the movie the actual memory of it yeah and i do need to say i need to clarify like we do say it's behind the scenes like i mentioned a second ago like we don't see them doing anything technical we don't see them like on their marks we don't see them be like wow we're in a movie oh god i hope that went well like there's one time where mary kate like didn't sleep enough and then like she's like oh the day didn't go very well yeah but we don't see any of that we just see the social dynamics mm-hmm. of these quote-unquote actors and people in the movie um which by the way i think would actually have made a really good mary kate nashley movie i agree. it was written like like a mary kate nashley movie and i think it easily could have been i yeah there's i was thinking at the end of this like i wish this was getting there yeah it was like the meta version yeah. of like making a movie yeah. but the movie is the making of the yeah. movie yeah and it could have been a different i mean getting there they already did but like it could have been any movie yeah honestly and why didn't they they had the movie magic dolls it, like it was like right in their sphere i wonder if they ever talked about doing something like that because like <sighs> I imagine Love an American Ashley movie where it's these two regular teens. They have different names. Mm-hmm. Or they're Mary Kate Nashley, um, or they're I mean, and like they're behind the scenes version of So Little Time, right? Themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but but it's this fictional. It's like these fictional teens who are scouted. Yeah, and right. they just like make a movie, and it's the behind the scenes of that. That's like so what their fans would have loved oh. because we all love. I feel like every single Mary Kate Nashley fan has the fantasy of like you're working at Music Fest yeah. and some director is like you come be famous. Like right. I feel like that I, that would have been such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I I'm, I'm sad it isn't. That is a really good idea of something an American Nashley movie. We should write. We could and and we will. Um, it was in our Q and A offer it to we them. Should, yes, yes. No, that was in our Q and A. And yes, we now should have thought of it. That well, we didn't know because we didn't read this book. <laughs> should have thought of it. We didn't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't um, know. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Um, back to the the getting yes. there. The the so this is the meat of the actual book. So um, Mary Kate and Ashley are scouted. They're going on set and. Um, Ashley has a crush on the actor who plays Sam. Yes. Who is named. Uh, Wait, what is his name? I was going to say Taylor, but that's her name. No, Noah. Noah. Yes. So, so uh, Ashley has this huge crush on um, Noah who plays Sam in the, in the movie. Yeah. And um, Mary Kate has a boyfriend, Jake, Jake, who you very smartly assumed it was from an earlier book. And I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, but she has already has a boyfriend. And then he comes in really quick to say like, hey, I miss you. Um, this is my cousin. I keep thinking Charlie. But I know. I keep thinking it's Charlie, too. Yeah. I think Christina. I, thought it was gonna, Christina. I think yeah. I thought Christina was going to be like pulled in to play to Charlie. Play, oh, that would have been fine. That would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. But no, she's too bad oh such a bad girl (laughs) so christina is um mary kate's boyfriend jake's cousin Mm -hmm. and so he comes in says i miss you so much my sis my cousin's coming to move to la so she's gonna like just see around whatever well he has to leave for some reason he just like has to go yeah and just but like drops his cousin off yeah but then like but but mary kate very graciously is like oh you should stay and be on set with us like it would be so much fun to have you and and just Justifies it too as being like um, it'll feel like Jake is around, right? Because <laughs> your cousins are around, which is so weird. Which is also weird. like, why can't Jake come? I don't know. Oh, he has to go to basketball camp. That's it. Right. He has to go- <laughs> 
good. He has to go to yes. basketball game, but his cousin is there visiting him from New York. Right. Make it make sense. Make it. Um, but so, yeah, so she, they so, drop her off on the set and then mm-hmm. they eventually give her a job assisting the costume person. Because she turns out to be very good at fashion. Right. She gives Mary Kate a belt right. to like fix her costume. And they're costume. like, hey, what's wow. up with that belt? That just turned this, dra- <laughs> this outfit from drab to fat. No, they said from grandma to glamour or something. Yeah. They literally said that. They did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, Mary-Kate is, like, she befriends Christina, basically, like, kicks Ashley out of her room so that they can be roommates. Wild. Yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden, Christina is, like, bad, bad, bad. Like, it's bedtime. (laughs) And they have a 6 a.m. call, and she's like, let's go out. Yeah. Let's take your car. And she basically, like, manipulates (sighs) Mary-Kate. Christina is so she's really bad so she like manipulates mary kate to sneak out take their car go to a teen club Mm -hmm. like flirt with boys she kept setting mary kate up with boys and for a while i thought that she was like gonna like set her up to like have to like get her in trouble with jake yeah but that never that doesn't happen like it never that would be too bad right for for mary kate actually fans yeah yeah you know but basically like the whole time christina is trying to get her to like be bad and Mary mm-hmm. Kate is very it's yeah Mary Kate is very like trusted like she has conflicting feelings about it but she's like well I don't want to be mean like I don't like I, she's going through her time like yeah. whatever um but like yeah she skips out on a check she steals from Mary Kate um it's, it's they get arrested they get arrested of course they do it was terrible yeah like, I I felt so uncomfortable like yeah. when especially so every single time it happened mm-hmm. so it was like they were really close and um like something like Christina help, makes her trust her mm-hmm. and then she proposes this wild thing for them to do yeah like, go out and then Mary Kate like very assertively is like yeah. no yeah I don't want to do that yeah that's I want I have to go to bed yeah or, I have to get up really early to work like, yeah yeah like, no I'm and I don't want to take the car and we have a curfew exactly a million yeah. reasons yeah and Christina is just like oh come on and then she does this evil thing where she's like well then I'm gonna go without I'm gonna, you I'm gonna, I'm gonna hitchhike. hitchhike I'm gonna hitchhike without you and so mary kate it puts mary kate in this terrible position of like oh god i don't want you to be like you're jake's cousin right i I have have to take take care care of you and then i i I guess i'll go with you like yeah it's so awful and manipulative it's so manipulative and mary kate keeps being her friend because she's very trusting Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like virtue good girl stuff in this book that's really interesting so true like it's like and the same with ashley but also like i feel like mary kate is very like pure of heart and is like Mm -hmm. very trusting and like christina's going through a hard time she needs me i need to be a good friend so like i'll sacrifice all of my judgment and like everything that like all of my standards all of my instincts yeah and also the stuff with ashley like with the boy like she's like that's not like ashley to be mean to a boy like she's just very like be good be good be good true very true and Um, to to the detriment of like everybody i think so the the gender dynamics are crazy i know it was really interesting it was really interesting to me the way that they described ashley's or mary kate kylie's confusing thought process in the movie of getting there Uh um and also like mary kate as a character when she's like in the club Mm -hmm. talking to guys (gasps) like she says like like i didn't yeah the flirting part yeah yeah i think that really struck both of us Cause that's just like what it is to be a girl. Absolutely. I thought it was terrible. 
terrible. I think I, I wrote it down too. Okay. Yeah. I, I just wrote it down. So Mary Kate, this is Mary Kate's inner thoughts. Yeah. It was, I wasn't sure how to flirt back. I didn't want to be rude, but I wasn't interested in him. Yeah. I wrote that too. It said I, how much to flirt back. Yeah. I knew he was flirting with oh, me and you. I wasn't sure how much to flirt back. I didn't want to be rude, but I wasn't interested in him. I love that we both wrote that down. Yes. Cause um, that, that was, that's just so quintessential Toxic, all of it yeah to- yeah all of it because like, but it's all on her yes it's all on the girl to like you don't want to be rude but but like oh you're leading him on yeah and let me paint this picture really quick yeah so this is from when um christina bullies mary kate into going out like threatening to hitchhike if she doesn't come with her <laughs> yeah and then so she's like fine i'll drive you and then they go on the dance floor um end up getting the whole place to line dance with them they become the stars of the ball yeah <laughs> and then they go to the bar to get a coke yeah and um the these boys start flirting with them mm-hmm. and christina toxic christina yeah is like flirting back and like telling mary kate like oh the cute one is like talking to you likes yeah. you whatever and then like mary kate's like i have a boyfriend jake like i really like him and then this, your cousin your cousin yeah and then um like the whole reason we're hanging out mm-hmm. is this boy who is my boyfriend yeah um and, and yeah so these boys are like hitting on them and like like kind of bringing them back on the dance mm-hmm. floor mary kate's really conflicted and then that's when she says i'm not right. sure how to flirt right back. how much to flirt back yeah because yeah, i'm not interested in him even though she does say he's very cute right but like which is like you know interesting dilemma like you will still be attracted to people when you are in relationships right. let's unpack it right but like that's not <laughs> what it's about that's not what it is <laughs> she like wasn't interested and she didn't want to be there and she, but like but it is such a i feel like mary kate's character this whole thing was like just grappling with but i don't think any of this was intentional in the writer from the writer no. i think that this is just like how it came off of like the burdens that like girls have to go through to like be good and be yeah, nice. I know. Like there's so much about being nice. Like Mary Kate lets this toxic person walk all over her because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to let her down. She doesn't want to be a bad friend. Like she, they go to, there's this, uh, we'll come back to the things. I just, this yeah. made me think like they, um, Christina's like, let's, when they're in Salt Lake, yeah. or when they're in Park City, she's like, let's sneak out and like go skiing with these guys at night, at night. night when the slopes are closed. And then Mary Kate's like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. And Christina's like, well, but the boys will be waiting and they'll be sad. Mary Kate's like, okay, fine. Like, that I don't want the boys convinced. to be sad. Mm. And she's always just like being a good girl mm-hmm. in this way that's like, terrible terrible but like yeah when they're in the club and she's like i don't know how much the floor that's just like that that's just so loaded i feel like of like i don't want to be rude but i don't like him but i can't act genuinely right like that's the thing it's like it's most important thing is to like not hurt this guy's feelings well like the idea that if a guy is flirting with me the only not rude thing to do is to flirt back right like the only like acceptable thing that will not hurt his feelings is to flirt back flirt back the fact that she said i didn't know how much to flirt back implied that of course you'd have to flirt back some at least a little bit or else you know you're a bitch (laughs) yeah yeah literally and it just it gave me so much insight into the because we've had an extensive conversation Mm -hmm. about the sam thing oh yeah getting there and it was like what exactly is it that they're trying to tell us and trying to show and i think that it's the same thing of like because in the book, when when she rejects Sam, it's like, okay, he finally got the message. Like, how yeah. is he not got the message? But throughout, she is being she's she's being so nice and like letting him down in this really kind of 
wishy-washy in direct way yeah because she is trying to like not be too harsh exactly or, or hurt his feelings mm-hmm. um but but the book and the movie don't comment on that like oh see like girls shouldn't have to take care of guys fragile egos like that it's like see that's just how it goes right right like, the funny but in this book they feel like they do talk about like even the actor noah mm-hmm. fake actor noah mm-hmm. who plays sam yeah also like talks a lot about how um you know sam like kelly doesn't like sam yeah and it's clear yeah. but he's not letting it go right and it's like they I, I feel like the the problem like they they're acknowledging that he doesn't get it but i just don't feel like that is ever the lesson we learn right because even at no. the end when and it's like charcoal has turned into black and white yeah in this book while i was reading it, it especially knowing everyone knows like from the beginning that sam is like just doesn't see that kylie isn't into him yeah um, and then she has to absolutely say it's become black and white. Like she has to like actually become a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> because all the other things she was saying about charcoal and right. I don't know, like friends is good, whatever. Like yeah. that is, he wasn't getting he it. He wasn't getting it. And that was supposed to be clear. That was supposed to be clear. That was yeah, to be exactly. Nice, clear exactly. Way. Right. Yeah. And so, right. Cause she was like, he, why can't he get the message? It's like, why isn't he getting the message where it's like, she's dropping hints and he's supposed to pick it up. Right. But you can never just be direct. Yes. You can never just say, I, I really care about you as a friend. I'm not interested in you like that. Yes. Like you have to do this whole emotional whirlwind of like just all of this, just dancing around it because you can't not be nice. Mm -hmm. And you're so shocked when it's like, how is he not getting it? Yes. Right. Right. Like, this is such a weird dynamic yeah. that we are being fed. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, because the, the thing is like, she should have been, she should have been empowered enough to be clear from the beginning. Right. I don't see you that way. Right. We are not like, how do you see us? I see us as friends, friends. American teenage friends, American teenage <laughs> friends. friends. Right. And it's black and white. I don't see you that I way. D- right. Like that should have been, that should have been the story. Right. And, and then, then he's still not getting it. And then it becomes, I don't know. Right. Like he's an idiot. And he's a, cause yeah. she's literally telling him. Yeah. But the fact that like, her whole thing about the gray area, like that is supposed to be as clear as you're allowed to be. And he is supposed to pick up on it. It's like very confusing and very stressful, like for girls, because it's like, you're telling this, like you can't, you can't be direct. Like you're not allowed to. And like boys are supposed to understand what you mean based on you sugarcoating how you feel so that they're not hurt right yeah there is there is like a mil there's like this is a gymnastics like thing to like figure out how to do because you have to state your intention but be nice about it because the worst thing that could possibly happen is that you come off as a bitch right or that their feelings yeah or that their feelings feelings are hurt it's not that like like what's the worst thing that could happen um yeah that he he's he he hears the message or whatever right you know what i mean like yeah it's just, yeah that why is the worst thing that could happen like, that you're, you're not bitch. nice yeah that you're not don't nice. think it, it totally is like that's the thing too like we'll get into the stuff with ashley and the boy stuff but like mary kate is very concerned that ashley's not being nice to a boy like yeah you like that's very i was disturbing. wondering should we talk about that now we can yeah because i just feel, i do think they tie in i think they tie in but a I, lot i just want to say like all of this is like i don't think that the book or movie are intentionally commenting on anything yeah i think they are just showing us 
what it's like, like to date, to, you know, be in contact with someone who you might not be interested in. And that's just the story. Like they're not like, wow, like this is, this is hard or it shouldn't be like this or whatever. Like they're just like, yep, that's how you do it. And that's how we all learned. Mm -hmm. That's what we all learned to do. We didn't have any modeling of like, just be direct, just be honest, let people deal with their disappointment. Yeah. Let people be disappointed. Just be honest. Like we didn't have any of that. And one thing also that I was a little disappointed with, with the book was like, I didn't say this when we did the podcast and getting there, but I've been thinking about it. Like yeah. I always loved in Mary Kate's conversation with Sam where she finally turns him down, yeah. but she never says, I'm sorry. Oh, she yeah. just is honest. Yeah. And I feel like this is also something between you and I, like what? when we have to write emails to other people, yeah. like it's like something I've learned through working with you is yeah. like you also, you don't like, saying I'm sorry and things mm-hmm. and I have found that to feel so empowering I do I never even noticed that I do that just sometimes when we're like when when we were like writing like should I respond this way or like whatever oh, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah that sounds good just don't apologize now I've started to see that and be like and I think I've, I've now yeah. gone back to you like you don't need to apologize yeah here. yeah like, oh that's so cool that's <laughs> yeah. great that's awesome <laughs> I like that too yeah and I think it's one of those things where it's like you learn the thing and then you act like a human like you're not just gonna be like a an asshole and then just like not apologize. But it's like, if there's something that you need to say and there's no reason for you to be sorry, you don't have to say sorry. So I liked that Mary Kate was like, it's not actually sorry. Unfortunately I suck and I don't like you. I know (laughs) it's my fault. I'm horrible. Like she's just like, I don't like you like that. Right. Like, and I think that's amazing. But then in the book, she did say, I'm sorry. So I I don't think that it was intentional for her not to say it in the movie. I think she just didn't. Oh, shoot. But it really makes a difference. Yeah. To be clear, I think apologizing when you or when you owe an apology is important. I think it's really important to apologize (laughs) when you should apologize. I think I don't think it's like, oh, you're you're weak and whatever. If you (laughs) ever say sorry, that's insane. No, but as women, we've been conditioned to over apologize or to apologize when you your reality or your wants are not what the other person wants of you. Right. Exactly. Like I, yeah, right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just delivering bad news is not something that is necessitates an apology. Right. right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, so yes, I, so I do want to talk about, since we are on just like this boy train right now, I I feel like I really want to talk about this Ashley situation with, um, Noah. So we are jumping around a little bit. Um, most of you probably haven't read the book, so just sit in for story time. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so Ashley really likes Noah who plays, um, Sam Sam, and she's trying to get his attention throughout the movie and, or throughout the behind the scenes. And his whole thing is that he's kind of narcissistic Yeah. and he's really full of himself. He's one of those actor actors Mm -hmm. who like, uh, (laughs) There's this crazy indication that he's vain because he has highlights. <laughs> so stupid. I was so, I was honestly, I felt bad for men in that moment. Well, he basically, was, yeah, <laughs> he's basically like, I surf all the time. So I have blonde highlights. Yeah. But then Mary Kate stumbles upon him talking to his hairdresser <laughs> and his hairdresser asking him about his high, his dye job and him talking about it. And Mary Kate's like, Ashley, he's not who he says he is. Right. He, he's not a surfer. He dyes his hair. And she's like, no, he 
doesn't. And then everyone's like, he's so vain for yeah. dyeing his yeah. hair. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, boys, yeah. you should be able to dye you your hair. Do whatever, I know. Like, it's, express it is, yourself. Right. Like, however fact, you want. Oh, God. What a rigid time to live. I am so I happy that we're not in that time. Thank, like, I know. There's plenty of things wrong now, but like, yeah. God, if, go, really revisiting this stuff. Anyone yeah. who says that like things haven't changed in the last 20 years just needs read to read this book. Read this book. Yeah. And just like go back into the media that you loved at that time it and you're going to see. alarming. It is the olden days. Yes. The other thing too, I just want to say before we get into the boys, is yeah. like the actress who plays Jen, Mary-Kate talks about her to um, Christina and she's like, oh yeah, she's a little stuck up. She's a little bit princessy. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, I was like, this better pay off in a way where they're like, oh, actually we were wrong. Yeah. We are sexist, but that's it. No, I know. They just, that's like, they're that's like, yeah, she's not the best. She's a little princessy. They're really gossipy in this book and are yeah. really like, concerning kind of way that yeah. is mean girly like we've said yeah that a lot of times they end up being um so anyway so back to ashley's crush on noah mm-hmm. um so ashley's denying this the whole time it's like yeah okay maybe he's a little bit but like he's so cute he, i know i know but he's <laughs> so, so cute she's basically like saying like and she even notices every now and then that, like he's rude like they're in the middle of a conversation and the director walks by and he's like oh man let me talk to you for a sec he and, doesn't even say excuse me he just leaves no he just like leaves in the middle yeah. of like after asking ashley a question yeah um and so it's like it's pretty rude and um but anyways they end up getting to the situation where um they they are going on a date i'm skipping around quite a bit okay so they they really have these weird back and forths enough to like admit that they like each other and noah asks ashley out on a date mm-hmm. and um buddy who plays toast has mm-hmm. been crushing on ashley this whole time yeah. and um really wants to tell her that um he likes her yeah and mary kate doesn't know that ashley's going on a date with noah and neither does buddy mm-hmm. but mary kate also really likes buddy and as a friend as a friend yeah. as a friend and really wants ashley to not like noah and wants him her to like buddy yeah so she's trying to convince buddy to ask ashley out on right. a date like she doesn't and mary Kate does the most toxic thing and being like she she doesn't she doesn't see it yet if you just like slicked your hair back wore nicer clothes yeah, yeah. ashley would for sure like yeah you. it's so superficial it's terrible yeah it's yeah. really terrible yeah but so he finally like decides he's going to and he goes over to her ashley's um hotel room and she's getting ready for this date she is like full-on in a row yeah she's in a robe and she has like green stuff on her face yeah like a face mask basically on her face and buddy is like knocking on her door and being ashley i need to talk to you and she's like um i can't right now yeah i literally am not available at the (laughs) moment i'm like in a rush to get ready yeah i don't have time and he but she didn't say i'm in a rush to get ready which is why there was a huge misunderstanding (laughs) but like yeah and he's like devastated yeah and he's like like, actually wouldn't even answer the door yeah answer the door i need to talk now yeah Yeah. and she's like i can't and then maybe she was aggressive being like i can't talk now yeah like good for her yeah literally i can't yeah and then but that's when buddy goes and tells mary kate like she she wouldn't even open the door for me. Yeah. And, and Mary she, Kate's like, what? That doesn't sound like Ashley. That makes me mad that she would be so mean to a boy. Yeah. That yeah. also never really gets resolved. No. Like, I think. Well, they do have. There is a like blow up later on where like Mary Kate is like, you wouldn't even answer the door for Buddy. Like, you only care about Noah. And Ashley's like, what? I had green stuff on my face. And Mary Kate's like, well, no, because no, I, I was getting ready for my date with Noah. And then she's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> 
like literally I had like if I was if I had like a nose strip or like if I had like something gross on my face yeah or I was rushing in your robe in my robe like I'm not available exactly I was I was really upset in that moment yeah for her yeah and for Mary Kate to not say like well maybe she wasn't available like like she was just like (laughs) that doesn't sound like the Ashley I know. She's really gotten bad. And exactly. it's like, you have another bad girl to worry about who's actually bad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Um, But yeah, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> um, The Elvis thing was insane. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. We should talk about the Elvis thing. So they're in Vegas Yes, they have Elvis shooting, costumes shooting their Elvis scenes. Shooting their Elvis scenes, and Ashley is trying. This is before they go on the day. This is like the middle of the book. They're yeah. trying to find a way for Noah to see Ashley as more than friends. Yeah. So they decide the best thing to do is for her to dress up in an Elvis costume <laughs> and send it to uh, serenade is- him, like yeah. a singing gram or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and Mary Kate scheming with Buddy is like, how am I gonna like Buddy's like, how am I gonna figure out how to get Ashley to notice me? And they're like, I know you wear an Elvis costume <laughs> and, and serenade her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ashley, Mary Kate, and and Buddy all think this is a really good the idea. The quickest way to someone's heart is to dress in an Elvis costume and do an Elvis impersonation. So wouldn't you know that Buddy and Ashley at the exact same moment have their plan to serenade their crush in an Elvis costume. So when I didn't totally fall, Ashley was devastated. When Ashley, (laughs) Ashley goes to Noah's door, starts to serenade him in the Elvis costume. And apparently sounds great. Apparently sounds amazing. (laughs) And then down the hall, Buddy is trying to do the same to Ashley's room at the exact, at the exact same moment. Okay. So Ashley is singing, maybe gets a verse in. Yeah. And then Buddy shows up. Yeah. Starts singing to her while she's singing to Noah. Right. And then Ashley is devastated. Just crestfallen everybody's laughing everyone is laughing because this is a ridiculous thing because they're doing an elvis impersonation even if it even if they weren't even if it weren't messed up it would be funny like i can't imagine a world where noah's like oh my god ashley i've (laughs) i've never seen you in this light before i've never you are a romantic dreamy lady like she's she's, saying love me yeah literally i don't it is a it is a gag yeah and then later she like confronts Noah and she's, well, first of all, she's like, buddy, leave me alone. I hate you. You ruined my life. And then later she confronts Noah. She runs Noah. to the bed and she runs to her bedroom, she locks her herself bedroom in and, and cries. throws herself in the yeah. bed and cries. And then later she confronts Noah and she's like, why are you, I thought like, you like me? No, you don't. Why were you laughing? And he was like, cause it was funny. I like girls who are funny. And she's like, you do? <laughs> that was so it's stupid. So it was so stupid. <sighs> That's all I had to say about that. I just needed to like let you guys know that that was something that, that happened is in this book. Something that happens, and that and that is what ends up bringing them on a date together, right? Is because she was funny, and she realized, wow, I can be more than just pretty and a yeah. good singer, right? I can be funny, and <laughs> this guy won't care either way because he's so self obsessed. Oh, God, yeah, God. I'll tell another thing that really bothered me. Yes, um, this goes back to Christina. So Mary Kate's. Mary Kate's issue this whole time yeah. is um, with Christina, which we've already gotten into. But um, 
the second time so the first time they are is when she goes to the club and tries to get married like basically like pawns her off on a boy yeah. tries to get her to cheat on her boyfriend on her cousin yeah um and then they come home she's like i wasn't that fun though aren't you glad you went and she's like the dancing was fun no consequences no consequences never. for christina at all never so they go into las vegas and like again she pulls mary kate away from her friends like mary kate legitimately wants to have dinner with everybody else yeah and then she's like no i want to talk to you and they just like hang out talk there's nothing to have to talk about right and they get paninis and they get paninis panini uh, oh panini it's plural is panini. yeah so sorry oh <laughs> yeah a lot of people offended <laughs> um so they get panini and then um mary kate wants to get yogurt and christina's like oh you go ahead i'll pay for the check i'll treat you and mary kate's like no 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 of course yeah. she's like, no you've helped me so much like i'll pay and she has so she should um not that you have to pay money but you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was a nice gesture yeah. and mary kate's like oh that's so sweet i'm gonna yeah. get my froyo yeah and so when she's getting her froyo uh Christina comes running and she's like, <laughs> I ran I out on a check. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I am done. Like, Mary Kate, yeah. very, I was like so proud of Mary Kate yeah. in so many ways because she's like, this is too much. Like, yeah. from the other night, you ruined my shooting day. We were out too late. And now, and now you're, you're, you're stealing. Yeah. I could have paid for it if you had just told me, like, yeah. this is too much. Yeah. I can't be friends with you if you're going to do this. Right. And then Christina starts manipulative. manipulative. She's so manipulative. She starts crying, yeah. saying, I'm so sorry. Just my life is so hard right now. My parents are going through a divorce. I'm moving. I don't know who my friends are. I just like, I just feel like I need to do these exciting things to feel alive. Yeah. Right? It's like, there's a, things you can do that are exciting that aren't illegal. Yeah. And she's like, I know you're right. Oh, <laughs> I should have paid. You're right. Could you ever forgive me? And, yeah. And then it's like, America's like, of course oh, I'll forgive you you yes. need a friend and then ashley's like how are you why are you friends with her and mary kate's like you don't get it okay <laughs> she's having a hard time but like literally christina is such a bad friend with no consequence that's yes. the thing that kills me reading it because like mary kate is so conflicted so morally conflicted mm -hmm. and she's like well i need to be there for christina but christina is the worst friend worst friend terrible yes friend. yes yes and uh, it just it really like that one little thing just like fixes everything and like she defends her to no end just yeah. because of like this this very opportune time she gave her 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 life backstory right and i i just feel like i was triggered too because that is like this is that it is an example of a really toxic type of yes, friendship yes. that you need to be prepared for as a teenager. Yes. Because this shit happens. People go through shit and they are, they really are having a hard time, yeah. but then they bring other people down with them right. and they don't care about them because right. they are trying to, they have unfixed stuff inside right. themselves. Right. They don't have the capacity to actually care for another person. They're just like making it impossible. For right. Them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like, yeah, Christina probably does have issues that she needs to deal with, but like, she right. doesn't she has no intention to like help mary kate be like right. help her in any way right right she's just she's just telling her at this time so that mary kate can just keep going along well, it's with a her. manipulation tactic it's yeah. not like hey get, like cut me a break i'll try to be better i'm having a hard time my judgment isn't the best it's like wait no don't stop being my friend my life is so hard i need you right like that's really manipulative but it is really hard at any stage of life, but especially when you're a teenager, especially if you're like a caring, empathetic person, mm -hmm. um, because you, it is really easy for you to sympathize 
when someone's going through a hard time. So you give them a break, but then they just walk all over you. Right. Right. And that's what, it, that's why it was so frustrating to watch. Cause I was just like, Mary Kate's doing a better job at asserting herself than I think I ever did as a teen. Oh yeah. And, and she's still getting just walked all right. over it by is, this person. It was really hard to, to witness, to read because yeah. right. It's like, I feel like for me as a teenager, I would have like, maybe tried to assert myself a little it would have mostly been internal mm-hmm. and I would have just had to keep reminding myself yeah. like this person is my friend they have my best interest at heart like mm-hmm. a lot of like emotional kind of like gaslighting of yourself yeah um, yeah but like yeah it was hard to see Mary Kate try to assert herself but it also kind of I hope that that is something that was like a helpful model for kids reading because it mm-hmm. is like this is a very strong person with very strong morals and it's still tricky like you can still be manipulated manipulated yeah so like let this be a cautionary tale like don't have this happen right you know yeah I don't know um but yeah it was really hard yeah should we talk about what happens with Noah and Christina oh my god I'm not end. even over it. Yet. I know. Well, okay. I know. The crazy thing about it is so basically Mary, Ashley goes on a date with Noah finally, mm-hmm. which we talked about. But on the date, Ashley basically realizes that he's really into himself and pretty boring. Yes. <laughs> and then in the next scene, basically everything comes to a head. Like Mary Kate confronts Ashley about Noah. Ashley confronts Mary Kate about Christina. Yep. And they have a very satisfying argument. Yeah. Even though it's frustrating that they're not listening to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Ashley's basically like, Noah's the guy for me, like whatever. And I was like, wait, didn't you just realize he sucked? Right. Um, but then basically they go down to the, oh, they're like run, they're like racing. It's, it's, it's written like a movie scene. Yeah, it like is. Like they're like racing into the lobby together and like, like lapping each other, whatever. And then they <laughs> see Mary, they see Noah and Christina kissing. Yes. They're like sitting on the couch in the Stein Erickson hotel. Yeah. Just... <laughs> So like it, the picture the picture the scene where they're roasting marshmallows having that infuriating s'mores conversation conversation yeah and but it's just Noah and Christina kissing, on, kissing just yeah. making out it sounds like they're making it sounds out. like they're really going for it yeah yeah and yeah everyone feels devastated and betrayed mm-hmm. and then. Ashley says to Mary like she's really upset and then she's like but you know what I actually forgot that I <laughs> don't like don't him. like him so it's okay exactly <laughs> like, exactly it's so weird it's so convenient that, yes like, she just for a minute was like he's for me and she's like mm-hmm. oh wait you know what an hour ago I totally came to the conclusion that he's not for me <laughs> so sorry right all good right um, but, and it's so funny to me that this is also the moment that Mary Kate decides Christina is not a good friend. Yeah. And it's funny that it has to be that she betrayed her sister. Right. Cause she's not like, she what betrayed about, her. Right. Right. Cause she's like, what about Ashley's feelings? Yeah. And they don't even have a relationship, Christina and Ashley. Not really. really. But it really is. Mary Kate is this like selfless, self-sacrificing <laughs> martyr of a person who just, I feel like is torn in all directions <laughs> and just like, yeah, it's not like, how could you do that? Like, why would you do that? It's like, a- what about Ashley's feelings? Yeah. 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 You know that Noah, that she likes Noah, that they were going on a date. They, and that was a dick move. Like, yeah. Noah was on a date with Ashley that night. Yeah. Kissed her goodnight. Yeah. Literally. And then went and made out in right. the lobby with Christina. I mean, what do you expect from a guy who highlights his hair? I know, right. Um, <laughs> can I just tell you the craziest thing that Christina said at that point? Yes, please. So Ashley, Mary Kate um, confronts Noah about it or sorry confronts 
Christina about kissing Noah. Mm hmm. And Christina says, you know what? I don't have to take this from you, Christina Huffed. You don't get it, do you, Mary-Kate? The rules don't apply to me. I do what I want when I want. If someone gets hurt, that's their problem. (laughs) That is sociopathic. And also just like, I feel like written like a seventh heaven episode. Like, you don't get it, do you? The rules don't apply to me. I do what I want when I want. It's just so... And much like seventh heaven, that's how bad girls are. That is how bad girls are. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, she's just bad she's such bad i think we need to talk about charlie yes we've come Um, to that time okay so when i got to page 68 i (laughs) lost my mind and i texted lanny and i was like wait till you get to page 68 lanny i was so excited i'm gonna have you do the honors and read this paragraph thank you so much i couldn't believe it I was so excited and I was not disappointed. Good. Okay. I did hype it up a bit. You did. Quite a bit. So we uh, we are in the, they just got off at the wrong stop on the bus in Baker. This is in getting their universe. In the universe in the book. In the book. Yes. <laughs> okay. So they got off in Baker, which also I think was Bishop in the movie. It was. The final stop is Baker. They oh. did make some little changes. Yeah. Strange way to do that. Impossible to follow. No, okay. Why. So yes, uh, Ashley has entered the, the diner mm-hmm. that Taylor's in. Yeah. No, that Charlie's in. Excuse me. Ashley is Taylor. Sometimes Kylie. I'm so confused. <laughs> Taylor, Ash, played by Ashley, yeah. has walked into the diner that Charlie is playing in the piano. Okay, you're Great. there. Here yep. we go. And we never meet Charlie the actor. That just never happens. I know. So weird. That's why I thought Christina would be Charlie, yeah. but she's not. Yeah, it just never happens. Okay. Ridiculous. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> A girl about Taylor's age played on an old upright piano. She wore dirty overalls over a worn white t-shirt and old sneakers. She smiled at Taylor. She's cute, Taylor thought, <gasps> admiring the girl's long, straight brown hair and friendly brown eyes. And she's a very good musician. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my God. What? She's cute? <laughs> she's cute, Taylor thought. That is nothing but very gay. I know. Like, what else could you be thinking there? She's cute. cute. Like, that's, she, not, that's cute. Like, that's different from thinking she's, she's pretty. pretty. Like, oh, she's pretty. Or like, she seems cool. Yeah. Or, like, no. What's she doing here? Like, she's cute. Yes. You think cute when you are attracted. attracted to someone. Yes. Never in the world would you say she's cute when you're talking about like a potential friend. No. 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 Maybe a little puppy. Right. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a baby. Look, maybe a sweet old man. Yes. Look. But never a peer. No. Who is your like. Let, unless you want to have a relationship with them. Like literally like just, she's cute. What? What? <laughs> Okay, so this just confirms our theory mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, get it, that mm-hmm. Charlie was always meant to be a lesbian love interest. Yes, for Ashley, but mm-hmm. the times weren't ready for it. Absolutely. Also, like, and they still kept the same line from the movie, which I think is one of the most mar- romantic lines yeah. ever. You're either a mirage or you're lost, because I've never seen anyone my age around here. Yeah, literally, like you are the girl of my dreams. Yes, uh, literally. Honestly, this this, this is even whole- a stretch. Like, this scene written out is just, it's so hot. <laughs> it is just so hot. Yeah, it's literally like a meat cue that's like not quite a meat cue because it's too steamy. Yes. It's like literally, I don't understand how this is what they thought it should be, except unless they were like, we are intentionally 
giving a nod to the fact that this is meant to be a gay relationship, but we are not allowed to do that overtly because it is 2002. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it just has to be like, what else, what else is the explanation? I I don't know because the other thing I was thinking was like, maybe if this book was written by a guy and they don't understand how girls work and they Mm, like, they're like, Oh, that girl's pretty, whatever. But it wasn't, it was written by a woman. No. no. And it just is never, we have met so many characters in this book and so many characters playing characters in this book. Mm -hmm. Not, and a lot of them are female characters. Not once was it a girl thinking, Oh, she's cute. Not once. Nope. Nope. They're like, Oh, she has curly hair. She has straight hair. She's a princessy bitch. It's never, She's cute. Oh, the only who's cute when they're talking about the boys they like. When they're talking about someone that they're... Yeah, I know, I know, but he's so cute. cute. Yes. Literally, cute is the word they use when they like someone. Yes. That uh, is the word. Yes. I have... I can only I can only think that the writer, like, had to watch these scenes to, like, transcribe them yeah. or whatever. And they're like, okay, this is a scene where they meet each other and they're attracted to each other. Okay. And yeah. they write it in the book. <laughs> exactly. Like, and no one copywrote it. No one, no one read it. No, no one copyrighted it. No, no. one... Clearly, yeah. I wonder if the writer is gay, and she's like, "I know that no one's gonna read this. Like, no one's gonna check. No one's gonna check. I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna plant some queer seeds." Yeah, <laughs> but this like blew my mind because we already had a whole conversation about this, and then the book just went and like fully, overtly did it. They yeah. just made it gay. They did literally. It, it is. There's no other way We're around not, it. This isn't a. Str- this is literally what happened. This is literally what is on the page. Yes. Uh, what? I need answers. I do too. I need to talk to writers. I need Let's both writers. Let's talk to Eliza. Eliza. You got it. Eliza Willard. Eliza, Eliza Willard. Willard. If you regularly listen to this, yes, please reach out. Or if any of you know Eliza Willard, yes. please put us in touch. I need to know what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Cause this was, this was clear. And we saw it. Clear as anything. Mm-hmm. This is a meet cute. When I showed this to Celia, she also doesn't listen to our podcast, so she didn't have the reference of like, Charlie's gay. Uh-huh. But when I showed it to her, I was like, can you believe this? And she's like, wait, is Taylor the boy or Charlie the boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, obviously this is a meet cute scene. Yes. So which one's the boy? And I was like, they're both girls. And she's like, that's gay. Yeah. <laughs> and I love theories that are sometimes a little bit of a stretch. Like yeah, I yeah. love Taylor Swift theories, like that kind of stuff. So like <laughs> she's on high alert for like, that's sort of a stretch. Right. But she read it and was like, that's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't read everything as gay the way I do. Okay. So it was like a good barometer. Great. Like, so she, yeah. Yeah. So she yeah. will, will look at things like as platonically as possible. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think she'll just see it. She'll be more objective. Yeah, whereas right. I have an agenda. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so she's, a, yeah, she's objective. Right. Right. Right, right. Right. So there you have it. There you have it. Gay. Folks. This is the gayest book of 2002. <laughs> um, the gayest Mary Kate Nash I've ever been allowed to be. Yeah, I mean, it was very validating. Honestly, I think it must have been for you because oh, you absolutely. did have all these Charlie theories. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think it's the most romantic scene I've ever seen. It is, and more so in the book, even. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this to bed. With me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you need to, you know what? That's fine. Um. Okay. What but, else? Okay. So there, there's another thing that I would like to talk to you about since we're talking about the getting there um universe of yes. this book, and that is um Lindy. Okay, because that was a big discussion in our getting there discussion, yes. and um, obviously, like right in the beginning, um, there's 
again, very mean to Lindy, calling her an airhead right, right off the gate. Right. But then at the end, this alternate ending yeah. is so much better yes. than the movie. Much better. Yes. She does not break her leg. No. So what happens is Lindy at the at, at the place where they're all watching Alex Reicher um, do his skiing and he... Um, uh, on the, the bar, screens. the yeah, coffee at the bar. shop, whatever Thank it you. is. Yeah. They're at the bar coffee shop watching um, him doing the skiing and they, he fl- uh, flies into a snowbank and he, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's when they all are like, okay, Olympics are over. Let's go play in the snow. Yeah. And um, Lindy's like, I want to go snowboarding. And then in the movie, they're all like, you can't bust fat air. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you guys Yay. go. I'll stay here. In the, and then she goes and breaks her leg. Yes, 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 yes. Thank and you. She goes by herself and breaks her so leg. So everyone else goes skiing. She goes. She, we don't see her again until she has a, a cast on. Right. Um, and everyone's like, "I'm so sorry. We were mean to you. We'll, yeah. we'll be nice to you again because yeah. you broke yourself." Right. And so, like I said in the in our last podcast, if I'm Lindy, I just need to break my body anytime right. I want people to be nice to me. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Devastating. Devastating. But in the book, mm-hmm. what happens in the getting their reality mm. is that. Um, Ashley as Taylor mm-hmm. says, "Don't worry, Lindy. I'll go with you." Yeah, which is so so sweet. nice. Like, w- of course, though. Like, why would you bring your friend on a ski trip and be like, "You want to ski? Right. Fuck you!" Yes. Like, of course, you offer to go with your friend that you brought along with you. Yes, yeah, so she like kind of pities her a little bit yeah. because the people are teasing her. Like, you can't. You're gonna you go right into a, Yeah, you're gonna crank into a snowbank or whatever. Whatever they say. it is. Yeah. Um. And and so yeah, she, Taylor's like, "Don't worry, Lindy. Like, I'll go with you. You poor dumbass." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the subtext of it. So it, it is. It's it definitely like a pitying thing about yeah. it. But at least she does go with her. Yeah. And she's like super scared and whatever. But then um, Danny meets them on the slopes. Yeah. Meets um, Lindy and Taylor out there while Lindy is just like kind of falling all over. <laughs> doing a terrible job. Yeah. But then Danny thinks it's cute and, and then, like wants to help her. Right, right. And then that's when they start. Which is so nice. They're like such a like respectful thing as yeah. opposed to like oh i need to nurse you back to health because you, you really broke proved- yourself for right you really proved that you're worthy of human compassion yeah and that you, you also broke yourself. you must really like me if you went right that far. if you went that far okay sweetie i'll be nice to you yeah as Ugh. opposed to like oh that's really endearing i'm you're, she, i like you a little more now so let's do something together and she's being herself like she's yes. just being like yes. her ditzy goofy self like like not being able to do it yeah and he like just turns the corner and then likes her for who she is right right which and, is amazing which is amazing yes. and then from then on they are just in a relationship yeah they're just together it's and so much better so, does this so, come out soon after the movie or like how soon or at the same time god i don't know i, I wonder say if the there's same parts time. of the movie where they're like eh, that wasn't great oh, and you know what else i re- what? realized you remember when we were talking in about the getting there when you were like um the conversation between toast and jen Yes. Is sweet, but like I wish it came to a head with Danny. Yes. Like I with toast. Like And it did. And it, and did. it did. Yes. I feel like they listened to our podcast and fixed it <laughs> twenty years no, ago. No, but yeah, it did because um in the book mm-hmm. they're in park city and danny is like hey toast like go skiing with your feet on the sidewalk on the icy sidewalk basically he wants him to like wipe out yeah yeah so he's and, like go slide on it it'd be funny right and danny and toast is like no because well, jen he's is about to right and, and then jen, jen like, like wait. she's like come on remember what we talked about mm-hmm. and then he doesn't do it and he stands up to danny he's and like, so like danny you do it right and danny's like well i don't want to do it mm-hmm. yeah and, and then he does and i think he does slip right and so now danny finally gets what 
what's coming to him. Yes. It's so much more satisfying. And then also the character, one of Mary Kate and Ashley's characters has the inner monologue of <laughs> during getting there of like, it's so nice to see Toast come into his own and like stand up for himself. Yes. It's much better. And Toast becomes this like very endearing character. Yeah. The sweetheart. Who you root for because it's mm-hmm. like he was the butt of a joke, the all the jokes. And then he has this, you know, growth and now he's different. Yeah. 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 So as much as I was like bored of the getting there scenes when they were coming, they did did. like a lot of the stuff that they did. They also cut the whole airport airplane stuff. We didn't need any of that. They did. And they, and they, they, they made it make sense. Right. They're like, all the flights were booked. So we didn't do that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes so much sense. So much. sense. Of course it's the Olympics. Of course all the flights flights are booked booked or a million dollars. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know. I almost, I really wish this had been the movie. I know. If I'm honest, I, I, this was a, very similar but better version of getting there yeah i also again really wish that the behind the scenes was its own movie and the movie they make doesn't have to be getting there it could be any made-up movie but like it's just such a good mary kate nashley movie yeah yeah and i also kind of you know with all of its problems and all of it being about like not being rude to guys like so much of it is motivated by that yeah um all that aside the like dynamic between Mary Kate and Ashley like kind of having a feud because Mary Kate is being um, whisked away by this bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> and Ashley kind of, and that's the other thing that kind of is um, throughout the book is Ashley kind of feels like Mary Kate's maybe becoming mean and bullying yeah. her a little bit. Yeah. Like, is she laughing? Oh, yeah. At she's me? always like in the corner laughing with Christina and Ashley's like, are they laughing at me? Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's like this little rift happening yeah. between them, which is always interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. talked about that before. Totally. And then, uh, so Ashley is like left to her own devices to like figure out how she feels about Noah. Right. And, um, makes like the wrong decisions there. Yeah. And then it all comes to this like pretty satisfying climax where they have this like big fight about right. how they're not understanding what each other's issues are because they're not talking to each other right, about right, it. Right, right, um, I don't love that they had to like that they're both of their enemies or like they're the, ish- the bad influence for each other. Yeah, the bad influence make make right. out right <laughs> yeah in order for them to see that right. it was bad but right. you know what whatever that's actually way juicier and makes a lot more sense yeah. than the kind of storylines that we've that we've been getting in American Ashley movies up until now I think so I think so too I do wish that like we had seen a little bit more of them together just in the world of them being teens who were scouted to star in a movie yeah I feel like they wouldn't have ditched each other like that I feel like they would have been like oh my god can you believe this yeah we're in a movie like it would have been more of a bonding experience for them Mm -hmm. like they sort of acted in the movie like in the book behind the scenes like this wasn't that new for them like it was like yeah they had the backstory of getting scouted but then they're like yeah we're Mary Kate and Ashley we're in a movie yeah they're just naturals the whole time they do the people say that about them too is that like oh you're such a natural Mary Kate you were so good in that scene I really believed you right 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 right. which was which was (laughs) funny because she doesn't like Noah right um but I I do think it would have been fun and satisfying as like a teen reader to see them like kind of I mean this I guess this is less juicy than like a bad girlfriend but yeah. like just to see them be like oh what's a mark like what's a oh did I do that okay like wow lines yeah like, wow like you know this is a whole new world and make even the audience appreciate a little bit more what goes into it yeah what yeah. goes into it totally that would be yeah that would be really interesting can I ask you something yeah I think I brought this up in the movie but I really need you to help me here mm-hmm. um so there's a line that they say in the movie that they also say in the book 
and I equally don't get it and I need to have it. I need you to explain it to me. Okay. So she says, so they're saying, so basically like the boys get the flat tire and they say, oh, we're going to get a flight. And Mary Kate's like, okay, Ashley, like this is your chance to, um, get a flight. And then Ashley says like, she doesn't want to get a flight cause they're driving. She says, or whoever, whatever. She says, the, the Winter Olympics won't wait for us. We're driving through. I've already missed ice hockey, bobsledding, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, you brought this up in the I movie. Know. Yeah, and then they wrote it down because you thought she missed, like she flubbed the line. Right, and I just don't understand what it means because wait. this is the character who doesn't want to be driving. Is that Mary-Kate or Ashley? The one who's like, the fun is there. Mary-Kate. Ashley doesn't want to drive, yeah. Okay, Ashley doesn't want to drive. Mm-hmm. She says, let's fly, whatever. Um, and then Mary Kate, when the guys got the flat tire, she's like, this is your chance to fly. And she's like, no, the winter Olympics won't wait for us. <laughs> we're, we're driving through. I've already missed ice hockey, bobsledding, whatever. What does this mean? We're driving through, like through the whole journey. Like we're going to drive through it. Like we're not stopping. What? <laughs> this line was significant enough to put in the movie and the book. <laughs> And I don't understand what it means. It doesn't make sense. Or why. Like, like we're driving through the night. We're driving through the day. We're driving through. But she's saying we've already. Okay, wait. So she's like, we have already missed this, this, and this. Like, they're not waiting for us. We got to keep going. Is that what it means? Like, it's not waiting for us. We have to hurry up and drive. But Mary-Kate is saying you can go faster and fly. Mm. And Ashley is saying, they're not waiting for us. We'll drive. We've already missed some of it. What does that mm. string of sentences mean in res- in general <laughs> and in response to Mary-Kate? This really didn't bother me as much as I'm seeing it's but bothering then explain you. explain to me what it means <laughs> if it doesn't bother you. What does it mean? I guess I thought in my in my brain, yeah. I was like, okay, if if they if the boys are flying, yeah. Um and then if we change our plans right now and fly, right. That means we have to drive all the way back all the miles we've already driven. Right. And then and then get onto a flight which will be taken oh, off so, any time. So right. I don't want to backtrack and do all of that. Like we've already missed a lot of it. We need to keep going. Yeah, we're just going to drive through. What does drive through <laughs> mean? What does drive through mean? Also the, the 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 fucking the delivery in the movie was like the Olympics aren't waiting for us. We'll drive through. What does that mean? That's bad. That's bad. We're driving through. Like, okay, basically she's saying like no, the Olympics are going on. We can't backtrack. We got to keep going because we're going to waste more time. Yeah. We've already missed bobsled. We've already missed this. We just have to stick with our plan and go. Yeah, we're driving That's through. That's what she's saying. We're driving through. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we're driving on. We're, we're going to keep going. We're going to carry on. The Olympics aren't waiting for... Wait. Yeah, they're not waiting for us. So we have to drive all the way through to get there. Yeah. through what the streets all through the country we have to drive through all of the cities we have to drive through all of the planes it we makes me to- feel like there's something wrong with me that i don't get it but i don't i can't be alone in this no you know what i'm not gonna say that this is badly written it's this a bad and sentence. badly delivered in the movie because it's a preposition to it- make it very bad like no it's not just that it's you're not supposed to end sentences with the present you're not and it doesn't help but it's still like (laughs) i need her to be more clear okay so here's the thing it's like okay we're at our house we're gonna start the journey i wish we could fly 
no, we're going to drive. Drive, 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 drive. Time passes, drive, drive. Yeah. Oh, the boys are going to fly. Now's your chance. Now's my chance. (laughs) We've already, we've already passed. Yeah, why would? We've already done all this driving. The Olympics are happening. We got to stick to our plan. Mm. We've already missed these things. Come on, let's keep driving. I see. I think is that I, what that means? Is that what it means? Yes. Okay. I and and thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Because now I think I understand where your logic is very confused and for the right reasons. Right. Because, like, why? Because the boys' car. Because the boys' car got um, you know, fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. Why is that their now their opportunity to fly? Right. It's like, like they've already decided they're. We already not decided flying. we're doing that. Like she needs to say like. You could have offered that before, but now we're on this yes. journey. We're going to stay on it because I got to get to the Olympics and I don't want to waste any more time. Exactly. That's what she means. That is absolutely It is the worst way of writing it. I yeah. don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Like before we had, thank you so much, Lanny. Before we had this conversation, <laughs> I didn't know that that's what it meant. Like I truly couldn't have. Like, what did you think? I don't know. Like I thought it was like. <laughs> Like, now's your chance to drive, like, or now's your chance to fly. The Olympics aren't waiting for us. We'll drive through. Like, we've already missed this, this, and I don't know. It hurts me. Okay. Like, it's like, we already missed this and this. Like, so let's keep missing it. Like, that's what I thought it was like. I thought it was like, but that didn't mean any, that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not something someone would say, because why would she want to do that? Right. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough. It's really tough. I had a tough time. <laughs> I really have had a tough time. Sound off in the comments if you have a better interpretation of this. Yeah. Um, I think we got it. I hope we did. Very I hope we did. Process. I don't understand why they wrote it this way. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's basically. I feel I'm just going through my notes just to see if there's any little tidbits that we too. missed. I think the food is also really badly um, portrayed here. Yes. Like the very first thing that Jen says when they're like at the, wherever they are, is that like all the food is so greasy here and therefore she only eats nice tea, drinks yes, nice tea. Yes. And also um, like the first thing they say about the character of Toast is Toast was cute, but he ate constantly. He never got full and he was kind of a mess. Like his whole, the main character flaw of Toast is that he eats, eats too much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also that te- there is a scene where Christina steals $10 from Mary-Kate. Yes. And it makes no sense in where it is in the chapter. No. Like, she's, like, with... She is with Charlie in um, Las Vegas eating, and then this scene happens with her and Ashley when Ashley's, like, somewhere else getting ready to be Elvis. Right. It's, it's, it it makes no weird, sense. It is a weird, like, jarring kind of... Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. I think that's mostly it. Oh, one other thing is like, I just wrote seeing it written out. It's really insane that they don't call their parents when Ashley is missing. Like, they're just like, well that, you know, end a trip, but it's like your yes. sister could be literally dead. I, I, that also like, it, it feels even more high stakes reading it like this. I agree because yeah. like <laughs> they're there. It's an emergency. There's a missing child. It is an Amber alert. Like you don't even know you have no idea what's going on with her. The most important thing is finding your sister, not this fucking trip. Because think if they if they didn't find her, like that's what they say is those first twenty four hours are crucial, right? And so, 
if you didn't tell your parents right. and yeah. like there's just like this whole few hours that are actually right. the most important time right. to like try to track someone right. down. Right. And they keep they keep telling us teens the lesson of like be self-sufficient. You got yourself yeah. into this mess. Got yourself. Into- this is a huge emergency <laughs> and every effort you have should be towards finding your sister. Yes. Like, yes, she's not answering her phone. We don't know where she is <laughs> no. at all. No, it's terrifying. And I think they're just banking on the fact that like, we know that they're in Baker. Like, it's like, we know they're okay. So we don't need to panic. Yeah. But they don't know that. Right. I know. And it's really shocking when they actually do end up getting each other on the phone. It does all kind of work out. And we don't know of- that that's going to happen though. No, you're right. You're right. But part and of I don't me think was good relieved if they didn't call their friend, their family. Because me too. I was like, like, well, now we get to keep having. Well, now the movie. we keep having the trip. But like, <laughs> what if? The, but they don't know that that's the situation. Yeah, it's the wrong message to t- tell to tell the kids. teens. Yeah, to yeah. Tell the teens. Um, let me just see. Yeah. Oh, just like all the running commentary were like with the scene where Charlie's talking about picking oranges, and it says she must be very poor. Taylor thought, or <laughs> <laughs> like your dad picks oranges. Poor Charlie Taylor thought. Yes, that really also reinforced the subtext of yeah. that scene that we were That's disturbed by. Very, it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, the issue here is we're terrified she might be poor. Right, right, right. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, don't worry. She's actually rich. Yay. Right, it's right. And that's also the subtext. So everything that we talked about was is just, true. yeah, very true. Yeah, the only other thing is the final pay, the final part at the end of the movie, which they also, in the book, in the movie, which they also do in the movie where they're like in the car, they get oh. the car back. That's also very messy in the book because they're basically like in the car. They're like, that trip was so fun. We had so much fun as if it was like yesterday. Right. And then they're like, so happy we got our car back. The guy had a 27 day joy ride. And then they're like, here's the newspaper. That's me skiing the other day. (laughs) Why did it, if they, if the joy ride was just shorter, they could have literally said a four day joy ride, a six day joy ride. Right. They could have just changed the number. Yeah. And it would make sense. It didn't make any sense because the newspaper would not have a story about Alex Reicher skiing from 27 days ago. From 27 days ago, but also if it did, you wouldn't say the other day. Like clearly, they were oh. acting like they just got home two days ago because they're right. like, for the first time since the trip, they're saying that was a good trip. Yeah, <laughs> like you wouldn't be saying that a month later. True. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's really that one line that. Yeah. Why did they it's 27? Keep it? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't really because well, I think I think the reason that they have it jump in the future a little bit is like Charlie's ready to start school in LA right so she like that wouldn't have happened that fast but it's just a mess it's so messy yeah so messy like I, I really again what I remember about the two of a kind books oh. is that they were like pretty ironclad <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna hold up pretty but pretty perfect at the very least I think they did teach us good lessons and that was true yeah. of the show too and I just feel like something that I I want to keep talking about and digging more and more into mm-hmm. is how like post 2001 this Mary Kay and Ashley content really isn't um very good for us yeah as teen girls no like it's not teaching us. like I will say the early Mary Kate and Ashley stuff is very fruitful and very good and very um, like it helps you be empowered. It helps you be like um, self-sufficient, self-sufficient teaching girls about like talking about stuff with their friends and like how to um, not be afraid to talk about stuff and feel this camaraderie with, um, you know, girlhood everywhere. Yeah. 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 Like they're in a safe space to like explore all these things and grow up together. Yeah. And it's really like after 2001 that the quality just 
stops. Yeah, it's, so significantly. it's very like it's very boy crazy. It's also just like very like they sort of are showing us the like insidious like just baked into our culture like what it's like to be a girl but they're not yeah. commenting on it and they're no. not trying to change it they're just like just this is how it, it is yeah and it's just reinforcing all that for us yeah so um so that's really interesting yeah that's really really interesting yeah and i would really like to um talk to some people behind the scenes me too about what that was all like what's going on what's up What's going on with that? What happened? Yeah. I think it was just 2000. I think it was just the product of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But then why were they so good? Because people know how to deal with little girls. They don't necessarily know how to deal with teens. Developing teens. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Can I have to say one little itty bitty thing? No. Yeah, I'm going to go. Say it. This is so dumb. But okay. I've never seen the word DJ spelled D-E-J-A-Y. out. D-E-J-A-Y. <laughs> I think that is the proper spelling, actually. Is it? Yes. No. Because it's disc they, when, So it's when they go to their um, de- teen, their club. Cl- teen club. And Do they say DJ a million exist? times. Yes. Okay. Because they went to like a 21 and under club. I remember that. I always wanted to go to one of the Because they're always going to them in Mary Kay and Ashley movies. Yeah. I think they're usually nights. I don't think they're usually like. A full club. Yeah. Because that's not that's sustainable. Insane. You'd make no money. You'd make no money or you'd encourage all the teens to be very bad. Like yeah. that's just like I could. I never knew that that was a thing. Yeah. I think I think there are uh, nights that they Teen do that. Nights. Mm-hmm. Because I remember that and when I was in high school, I really wanted to go. They would have like bubble nights. Oh, cool. Yeah. Or like fun. you'd go dancing and then just like. Like oh, they had bubble guns so and stuff. Fun. They never had anything like that. I never went. Yeah. To be clear. Cool. I wanted to. Cool. You never. You never did it. <laughs> no, no. Oh, speaking of the teen club, one other thing that um, Christina said at one point to the boys, they're like, "Do you go to clubs a lot?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm from New York. I used to go all the time, mostly on school nights." Oh, I loved that. <laughs> so funny. But I was like, "Oh, are they writing this like she's full of shit?" But it's like, no. This is just very surface level. Like she is bad. She's a bad. She girl. goes out on school nights and she's just saying it. She's just telling us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very Funny. That was supposed to be us like understanding yeah, how, like, how bad okay. she is. Okay, I got it. Wow. wow. Okay. Oh no. Um I can't imagine. So that's a book. That's the book, guys. That's, that's books. That's where we're at. Yeah. So, I am, yeah. Uh, did you like it? Tell me. I honestly like I I enjoyed reading it. I did too. I read it on Saturday. It was a very rainy day. Yeah. And I just like sat on the couch and just read it you know i like yeah. reading but i also like it was so easy it was just like an e- except when it was incredibly confusing yeah. but it was like it's just like a nice fun time with spending time with our girls mm-hmm. um and i know it's silly but like i did feel accomplished just like reading a book in a day <laughs> like it was so fast i really understand that deeply. yeah, yeah. um but um empathize but yeah, I I I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you? I did too. Yeah. I like everything I said. Like a little disappointed that this is the kind of material I was getting at that time. Yeah. But at the same time, um, do think this is a better book than getting there as a movie? Yes. And the other thing is, when I read Mary Kay and Ashley, I can have them have the performance of a lifetime in my wow. head. Like yeah. they are, they are two of the kind actresses again. Yeah, that's you know? so beautiful. Yeah, that's really nice. And I do like that about reading these books. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, this made me very excited to spend more time reading their other books. I really yeah. want to read their other Sweet Sixteen books. Me too. Um, me too. I think I think I would love to do like some book clubs this summer. Yeah, <laughs> where we read like more episodes like this, where we read books, and I would 
love to hear your guys's favorite books. Yeah. And t- let us know which ones you want us to do another deep dive. Like right. If you on. have a recommendation for like, oh, this is the one you should do. Because we did this one just because one of our listeners um, said that this was her favorite. So. Right. Exactly. We do. We do listen to you guys. Yeah. And like yeah. we said on, on one of our last episodes is. Um, uh, the two of a kind books end up there's like a whole second season that they write for the yeah. show that never happened where Mary Kay and Ashley um, go to boarding school and I can't I, even believe that I remember that and I loved it I like I have this like I, I really like thinking back to that storyline I can almost like taste the like gushers I was eating while I read it like Aww. it's so specific in my mind like it was so vivid to yeah me, yeah reading it like that's so cool yeah I really want I love to go stuff into that. like that that's so cool I want us to read those I we will we will yeah whatever we can get our hands on yeah um, I do need to say that the um last page of this book is a sweepstakes for a cell phone <laughs> yes and I might have few. to I might have to apply for it I think you absolutely should 300 pre- prepaid minutes that's pretty cool that is amazing but also like what plan is it it's I don't know if there were plans back then I don't know how it worked <laughs> also 300 minutes I'm never gonna use that I know approximately oh wow okay Th- 10 grand prize winners will win a cellular telephone and 300 minutes of prepaid wireless telephone service um and then you have to pay for the rest of the minutes approximate retail value 170 dollars mm. wow but in now in now times with inflation it's probably like i don't know yeah approximate retail value million dollars. yeah that's that's approximately one million dollars in today's dollars wait their sweepstakes I was assuming it was going to be Hollywood Way. It's no. East 53rd Street. It's Harper Collins. Because it's Harper Collins. Yeah. Wow. So oh, fascinating. fuck. What? What's wrong? It ended. When? November 1st, 2002. Shit. Just oh, missed just it. Missed it. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. That well, really you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Aww. We're only 21 years late. But this is also confusing because it says winners will be randomly drawn on or about October 15th, 2002. What if I sent it on November 1st? Okay, that's effed up. That's really fucked up. Okay, so let us know if you won this. Yes, please. Because I feel like anyone who sent in for this sweepstakes probably listens to our podcast now. So true. So just like sound off in the comments. Let us know if you guys have any information on this. I'm yeah. just curious. God, it's just so crazy. Every time we we op- we peel back one layer, we find another There's one. Another, There's another, another one layer. and another one. Like this yeah. podcast will never end. No, it never will and it never shall. <laughs> it should it should never. It should never. Um but this episode will. Yes. So, I think that's about now. Yeah, I think that's about now. So yeah. we love you more than worlds. More than worlds, more than all the worlds that Look, the world, Lanny, the universe could hold. Lanny, yeah. we'll drive through. <laughs> We've already missed the bobsledding. We have. Oh, I know. Mean? All right. So I will say we have some shout outs. Great. We've got some shout outs. I'm very happy about. We've got some people who have signed up for our Patreon. <gasps> Patreon. We love you as our Armstrong. Thank and you. Thank you. And Becky A. Thank you, thank Becky you. A. And um, I think we may have already shouted out Kayla Stickle, but if not, thank you. There you go, Kayla Stickle. Thank wow, you. Wow, two shout outs, maybe. Thank wow. you. Really cool. Okay, guys, we don't always do this, but sometimes we'll shout out a DM review. Mm-hmm. It's not our policy, but sometimes when we get a really good one, we will shout it out. Yes. And this is one that um, 
This person did write us a review, um, but it'll be in Canada, so it'll come in a little bit later. So we'll shout you out when we when we find it. So we had somebody DM us on Instagram telling us that they wrote us a review, but it'll be Canada, so we'll be on our lookout for that. But they also told us, this is from Ray. Ray was telling me about how um, they were going to write me a review. We were kind of confused about it, but then figured it out and gave me this follow-up, gave us this follow-up. So the follow-up, um, part. this isn't the whole follow-up, but part of it says, don't change a thing, ladies. Valley voices and all. You're doing amazing. And don't you dare stop saying the word like, Becca. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Love you. Love you, Ray. That is so sweet and kind and validating. We it is. Yeah. We're on a voice journey here. We are on a voice journey of not changing a damn thing. <laughs> I also need to say that like it's weird to me because I feel like this is a gripe that we have and we talk about, mm-hmm. but I forget that it's like actually on the podcast of so people listening are like, they've talked about the Valley Girl thing. So it's like weird to me that they're like, the Valley Girl thing is fine. I don't know. Just no, like, it I feels like they're, they're I'm like listening it's a private, in on conversa- our <laughs> private yeah. conversations. And yeah. No, sometimes we record our private conversations. We do. And we put them out we on the world. We do. Um, but that really means a lot to us. And thank you very much for that. Yeah. 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 Because people can be mean. And yeah. so it actually, it can, it can override people being mean when you're nice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but when you're nice, not at your own self-sacrifice, Mary-Kate, in the Getting There book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just be like genuinely kind and treat people people with kindness the way you'd like to be treated yes exactly um well this was getting there the book the book thank it's you guys so Ashley's much sweet 16 based on the hit movie, based on getting, the movie there. getting there sweet 16 book four yes um <laughs> yeah i gotta read book one through three to see what this is all maybe it'll make sense um we should just read it like one like do three next and then two and then one backwards really oh my god chaos i do wonder if like the other books like have a parallel story in her or if it's just the story I think it's probably just the quote unquote behind the scenes probably I want to I want to believe this I, is the only one that does yeah this. well because this is the only one that's getting there the other ones are like first kiss like music fest whatever also I love that the music festival is called music fest I love that um oh my god you guys are just so busy <laughs> <laughs> anyway I gotta pick up my car from Jiffy Lube yeah so um I gotta go take a clown class yeah Lanny's doing clowning Yay! and loves it makes me so happy Duh. and Becca's um, doing groundlings and loves I, um, it tomorrow's my last Cloud. Oh my god. For now. For now. For now. Okay, well anyway, love you. Love you too. <laughs> follow Back. us. Follow, follow us. us. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. We're at They Thought It Was You. And you can follow Becca on Instagram at Becca Roth. Roth with a T-H. Not Ross with the list. You can follow Lanny at Lanny Harms. And That's you can right. email us at they thought I was you at gmail.com. And write us a review and tell us that we should never lose our Valley Girl voices. voices. Uh, do that on Apple Podcasts, right? Yes. And, and, and give us a five star review so we will not shout you out. We will shout you out if you give us a five star review. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. They thought I was you. If it's up to me, you are.